guys episode four of short side wristers i'm no sleeves 12 today we are going to discuss the in quotes new hut content that was released last night as well as my time at the leafs gaming event it was fantastic and i want to get into all the ins and outs of that uh, so let's just hop right into it guys Something I want to bring up quick, guys, uh, as a content creator uh, over the last two years, I've kind of learned and uh, done my homework as to what makes a good content creator. And something I take pride in is that I almost always will answer every single comment on every single video I do because if you guys are taking the time to actually respond to my content, it's something that I value um, insanely. So... Uh, I do want to mention though, this has gone like this podcast thing has gone nuts. It is blowing up way more than I expected, and um, I'm looking at about 140 comments on the last three videos. Or um, I want to try and get more out. There is something on iTunes that I've got uh, I've got coming out, but uh, on the videos alone, and uh, it's just like I don't have a lot of time. So if I don't get your comment, uh, I do apologize, but I'm going to try over the next day or so to try and catch up. So I am seeing them all. It's just something I wanted to bring up. So let's talk the new hut content. They released the Evo 2 sets and uh, of card set into packs, uh, which includes uh, Shifley and Stamkos, uh, among with as long, uh, along with Carlson, Kachuk, Braden Point, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Huberto, Max Domi, Semyon Varlamov, Morgan Riley, and Zach Wierenski, among others. Uh, so you guys can get these cards in a pack. Now, as well, they... Um, release sets where you can trade in 15 Evo 2 collectibles and you get a choice pack for uh, for a bunch of Evo players. So uh, that is kind of cool. I do need to say though that it's kind of weak that they're re-releasing or redoing Evos um, because the first Evo uh, collectibles that you have, they aren't going to work for it. So if you look on the market right now, it looks like they are going for about 450k. You need 15 uh, Evo 2 collectibles to do the um, uh, choice pack set. And uh, so it's looking like 450k. Now these are the kind I mentioned in my prior one about waiting in events uh, for stuff to go down. These kind of events, they don't really go down um, because you're not just making one player. You have a chance at it. So like the, the cost of collectibles probably aren't going to go down that much. They might dip a little bit because everyone's going to open packs um, after Hut Champs and things like that. But with the state of PlayStation specifically, I don't know what's going to happen. So... Um, it is a it is cool that we have some new content, but um, you know I, it's uh, it's on the weaker side. So the Stamkos, the Shifley, the Carlson are the ones that kind of headlined the Evo two uh, list. Obviously, they're going to be great cards to have because they're pretty much guaranteed ninety nines, along with Braden Point, Kachuk. Like they're all having really good seasons. So any of these cards, I could see. Um, at least getting team of the year, especially Morgan Riley. If you can get Morgan Riley, he's an 85 right now, but you're investing. Uh, we're close enough. At the beginning of the season when they first released Evos, um, after I had seen how it works and with the plus two system uh, every month where it can only cap at going up plus two, um, I, I told everyone to just sell all your Evos outside of Taylor Hall, McKinnon, and Pasternak basically because – it just they they aren't going to be usable while you're while you have them. Like for example, Subban got hurt and he's still extremely low card. 
These ones, however, they're starting kind of at where they're, um, you know, what their card is listed at. So a 90 Carlson, you could already throw in your lineup, and you're going to have him when he gets his 99. So these cards are a lot more valuable. And then the Morgan Riley is an interesting one because it's an 85. He's got 93 speed, though, um, so that's uh, obviously um, very usable. Uh, but uh, he's one of the lower ones that's for sure going to get a 99 and uh, worth hanging on to, especially if you can get him for... Uh, man, it's going to be expensive getting any of these Evos, but because it is a choice pack um, and not just random pulls, they might, um, there might be more because obviously if Morgan Riley comes up at any of them outside of Carlson, Stamkos, Shifley, uh, Braden Point, and Kane, um, Morgan Riley is probably going to be the most valuable one. So uh, that is what I would recommend to just grab him. Uh, as far as the packs go, it looks like they released a 2,000 uh, coin one, 2,000 point one, sorry. Um, just to do the math on that, 2,000 points costs about $27 Canadian um, for the one pack. And that gets a chance at two, but up to two. So you could actually get two collectibles there. Uh, and then it goes down. So the 1,000 point one has, a has an increased chance of an evolution collectible, not guaranteed. And then the 500 point one has a chance as well. And obviously the uh, the probability is less and less. Um, so it is something new. I'm glad that there is an actual event um, because, again, it's just any, any, any content is good content right now. No new um, comp seasons, I don't believe. Let's take a look real quick. Sorry, I'm just doing this on the fly, guys, because uh, last night was extremely busy. If you look at the upcoming events, nope, just the 94 Victor Hedman. I'm going to get into all that with my Hut News video that comes out later on tonight. New prime time, so the 92 Brent Burns. I said this on Twitter the other night. 92 Brent Burns, he's creeping up there. So his Evo is now obviously worth just a ton. Um, he's still kind of slow. Um, I don't know if I would buy him. I mean, if you can get his Evo now, he's going to be a 99. So he's he's definitely usable now um, because his shot's an 89. And then Johnny Goudreau, any Johnny Goudreau card now is, is now worth it. He has endgame speed and a good shot, and it's just going to get better. I would definitely grab Johnny Goudreau. My boy Joe Pavelski got a prime time. He is an 89 now with 94 speed and an 87 shot. Uh, Rip Pedersen, unfortunately, if you haven't seen the, the tie-up he had with Kotkaniemi, he looks like he suffered Joe Thornton's injury. It looks almost exactly the same. Um, I haven't seen the news on it yet, but that could be MCL, ACL, and that might be his season. That looked gross. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's get into the Leafs event, and uh, it's uh, it was a great day, so. So for anyone that doesn't that didn't know, yesterday was the grand finals for the Leafs esports event, a culmination of about two or three months of uh, of esports gameplay, and it came down to Danny Padre and Young Gren in the finals for seventy five hundred dollars, I believe. The first got five thousand, and uh, second got twenty five, I believe, and uh, it was an amazing day. So uh, I guess I could just you know I'm gonna try and shout out as many guys as I can. It was uh, awesome meeting. A ton of people from the community so I got to go uh, Carter uh, or I'm gonna try and not use real names because it's now it's just confusing but uh, triple D Kachel, I believe is his tag he's a follower of mine on Twitch and I reached out to him and he actually brought me he had he had qualified um, in the division three bracket and he uh, he got a guest and an invite so um, he was the one that brought me shout out to him he's an awesome kid and uh, I'm, I'm happy to meet him and is super stoked that he brought me so we uh we I got there around noon. The game was at two p.m., which is uh, super early. Uh, I met up with Carter, and then I met up with Johnny or the Oway and Boosh, and then we waited for Rahanik and the boys. We met up with pretty much everyone and went down, had some lunch, 
and then uh, went on an adventure to find where we actually got into the Leafs game. There was a different a different door we had to go into, so that was a disaster. But uh, we got into one of the gondola boxes. We had one of the suites. Um, I have to say this. So just like the event in October at Real Sports, the production value is great. We had free buffet. When we got there, Mivian's was already plate full, having a drink. Which was uh, he was uh, he was a great guy to meet, but uh, anyway, so we get there. Uh, it's a little small for the amount of people that they had there. So every a ton of people got guest invites, uh, and I would say there was like fifty people. And then um, obviously when you have just the seats, and then the they had a big screen as well as where Young Grant and, pa- and Padre had to play. Um, they had a big setup. Then they had two announcers behind them. They did a great job. And then obviously a camera crew covering the event. So they played their games during the intermission. I'm going to get into their games in just a second. But um, it was uh, it was definitely a great experience. Um, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the best view of the game. We're right up top, like 600 level. We're high. And um, it just like the staggered seating in the box itself was kind of, uh, was kind of not the best. But it was so I, I love seeing a game from up top, like 300 level. I love that stuff because you can see everything. And Marner scored like seven seconds in, which was just nuts. Um, so that was that was cool. Uh, the the games themselves. So um, obviously everyone knows Gren. If you don't know Padre, he is a an older guy in the community. He's my age, um, and I've met him now twice. Uh, he's older. He's almost thirty, I believe. And um, he's one like here's the thing. So a lot of people forget that I'm so new to the community. Like this is legit. Like my two year anniversary of making content. I wasn't even really known at all in the community until like NHL 18, I would say. Um, and there is probably no, I don't, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here. It's not hated. Maybe it's hated, but I don't think it's hated. Um, anyways, uh, a different word for hated. The in the online community than Gren and Padre and. If you were to, uh, I understand internet stuff and stuff that was said in the past. I've been briefly informed on it, and I don't want to rehash any of that crap because it happened in the past, didn't happen to me, um, and I don't agree with all the some of the stuff I saw. But like, there is, um, they're two of the nicest people I've met in real life. Like, all, how they are online and how they present themselves online, maybe that's a little bit different. But how they are in person, they're both great people, and it's hilarious to see Gren, who's like seventeen, and Padre, who's like twenty eight. Um, it's, it's funny to, when you're watching the games, it's just like, man, this is crazy. So I got to say this, um, they played two of the sweatiest games. And first of all, Grant had his headphones in, Padre didn't have his headphones in, and you've got 50 people over your shoulder as well as what's going on inside the arena during the intermission. I don't know how he did it with no headphones, but props to you, man. So as far as the games go, um, Padre lost game one and game two, obviously, so Gren did win. But in game one, Padre actually had a 4-2 lead, and like the biggest game in probably the entire or biggest goal in the entire series is Gren scores uh, to make it 4-3. Because if that if he if Padre makes it 5-2, that's pretty much it for game one, and then the whole thing changes. Um, so Gren did come back, and they won in overtime. And then game two, again, these are happening in intermission. That's the one problem I'll say about uh, the production of it is that there's only 20-minute intermissions, and I don't think they realize that two of the sweatiest, like, great players uh, probably is a good chance to go to overtime. So they were playing into the into the next period of the game where you have, you know, 50 or 60 people all just watching the big screen and watching this event go on while there's an actual hockey game going. That was hilarious to me. And uh, so in game two, 
uh, Padre tied it up with like 17 seconds to go. And I was just recording because I didn't know if the thing was going to end or not. And if you haven't seen it on Twitter, the we just all go nuts. And that was what was the cool thing I want to mention is that this was esports and what potentially NHL esports could be. Whether you wanted Padre to win or Gren to win, again, there was a lot of guys in the community there that know both. Um, so obviously some people wanted other guys to win. Uh, at the end of it, most of us were just like, they wanted to see a game three and every goal there was no crap animation goals um all of them were legit and there was no rap glitch goals or anything like that it was just what it could be it was super exciting to watch and um i'm, I'm super stoked to see how it goes in the future because like the i'll say this so like when i mentioned about the tuner and when things go back to the beta and stuff like that the way that the game is right now definitely parlays to the elite more than anyone else just by the fact that the ai doesn't really attack the puck carry you can't rely on that you need to know your positioning things like that this is where you notice it the most at the highest level and it was honestly just two great games um, so shout out to Padre for catching or tying it up, having the having the the clutchness to to save and potentially push it to a game three by making it go to OT with like, I think it was 17 seconds left. It was nuts, and uh, yeah. So, anyways, Gren did win, and then they did a you know a bunch of photos for him and gave him the big check, uh, and then everyone um, just kind of you know hung out there in the box. Then Darcy Tucker and Shane Corson come out. I didn't realize that was happening, but uh, they played a little three-on-three arcade with uh, Gren and Padre afterwards. But I got a picture taken with uh, Darcy Tucker and Shane Corson. They were extremely nice guys, so it was just a really cool day. Meanwhile, if you don't know who Rahanik is, he I just met him yesterday. I've known him online. Obviously, he lives in my area, and uh, he was just in one, which it was hilarious to see. By the end of the by the end of the game, the dude is just loaded. Uh, anyways, so we uh, he actually knows JT Brown from the Wild, uh, from gaming and whatnot. He's big in JT Brown's big into gaming, and he actually brought us down to where the Wild had everyone kind of chilling and had their friends and family chilling so we got to meet uh jt brown if you had if we hadn't already met him got a picture taken a great picture with the boys and jt brown it's so weird like he walked past uh you know some of the rows of aisles and you see like eric Stahl and charlie coyle just chilling like i was just like this is awesome and uh so that was really cool then we got to uh i got to go out with all the all the boys afterwards like tdi uh john the away uh, k cut who i just met honestly he's a great guy i had never i had played lg with him but i'd never met him he's an awesome guy he was like rahanik's big brother basically by the end of the night because rahanik had to be reeled in uh bones was there bones bones is such a good guy to chill with honest to god uh, i met hendry uh, and fisher from uh, they're from the sixes community again just awesome dudes a uh, gilly i don't know if you if you guys don't know who gilly is he, um, I knew him from LG. It's where I found him or s met him or seen him first. And then he is going to be the most famous out of anyone mentioned here just because he is so good at Fortnite. And he, like, if you were to drop and in your mind, what does an innocent little brother look like? That's Gilly. And there's just no way not to like him. And he's one of the best at Fortnite. So he is going to blow up. If you haven't, if you're into Fortnite, please go follow him on Twitter and watch his Twitch streams. He's nuts at the game. Um, I don't want to miss anyone. So yeah, we went out. We all went out for um, uh, the bar uh, near near the arena, and uh, <laughs> I've never seen a table get cut off faster than ours. So let me give you 
some perspective. We get there 15 minutes in. The waitress comes over and says, yeah, our manager said to cut off your table. I, 15 minutes in. Here's what happened. Rahana goes, gets about 13 shots for everyone. Great. And then Foster, I've never, I had never met Foster. I forgot. He was there. He bought two giant pitchers, so everyone just was you know, having a good time. Then, for whatever reason, Gilly Gronk smashes his shot at Tequila for some reason. Falls out of his hand. That might have had something to do with getting cut off, but uh, that was an adventure. And then Brianna comes back with another 13 shots. So I was like... Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a great night for the boys. So unfortunately, I couldn't go out afterwards. I had to dip out because uh, I had to work today, and uh, I live you know about an hour and a half away. So I'm sad that I couldn't stay for the whole night. Uh, but it was an honestly, it was a great day. If you guys ever do get to qualify and you get to go and meet all the you know kind of bigger guys in the community, um, it's awesome. And it's so weird because like you see their online persona, and it's just like. It's nothing what almost every single guy's like. like I, Gren could not be more opposite in real life than on on his, um, you know, how he is when he's playing. He's very serious when he's playing. Obviously, he's one of the best. And um, and same with Padre. Like they just in real life, like they're they're great guys. And um, so it was just it was super cool to uh, to watch to get to see the event and how it played out. And now I'm even more excited for the Capitals, Lightning, and Jets. Um, just because those are going to be great, and it's for a ton of money too, right? Like, so if you're good at the game, you get you know you want to try and uh, try and get to one of these. And um, I'm going to have uh, sp- um, here spoiler alert. I'm going to have Gren on for Monday's podcast, I believe. I'm going to do an interview with him, and I want to get uh, some info as far as that. I think that the community would want as far as like what did the what is the amount of time actually spent to require to be that good obviously he has great instincts and he's you know just good reactions and whatnot to the game thumb skill if you will but there's time involved and um it's just the the amount of work that he puts in is crazy so uh again yeah it was just an awesome awesome time so guys that does it for today's podcast slash video i guess uh, like I said earlier, I'm actually I I think I found a way to actually upload it to iTunes, so you'll be able to actually have it in the podcast app. Uh, because right now I'm just kind of doing it on YouTube, just because it's the easiest way to get it out. But I'm gonna have all the episodes and whatnot on iTunes shortly. So guys, thank you for listening and all of the comments. I'm seeing them all. Please just keep commenting and and give me some stuff that you want to see or want to hear me talk about. It's great. I'm having a blast with this, and I'm just gonna keep it coming. So again, guys, thank you for watching slash listening. I'm no sleeves twelve.